today, my dear parish family, we are reminded of God's great love for us through his abundant mercy and forgiveness. God has loved us as much as he has forgiven us. This beautiful words from our catechism says, forgiveness bears witness that in our world, love is greater than sin. So let us visit what our readings have to say about forgiveness. In our first reading, it begins with words you can really relate to fellow sinners, like standing in front of a mirror. Wrath and anger are hateful things, yet the sinner hugs them tight. The greater the hurt of injustice, the harder it is to forgive, the longer we hang on to it. Sirach talks about sinful anger, which is based on a passion for revenge, not to set things right in the eyes of God, but to hurt back the offender or punish him. But Jesus has taught us not to be vengeful, but forgiving throughout his earthly life. Forgiveness is so central in our Christian life that Jesus included it in the Lord's Prayer. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. But if we think deeper about it, it is the positive way of praying. Father, if I do not forgive this person's sins against me, then do not forgive my sins against you. And interestingly, our Alleluia introduces our gospel with, Love one another as I have loved you. Christ has loved us as much as he has forgiven us. A great theologian wrote, We constantly demand from others what we think they owe us, without giving a moment's thought to the immensity of the debt God has forgiven us. The gospel tells us of God's abundant mercy. And let's dig deeper into our gospel. No, we're promoting a Bible study, so we get to taste a little Bible study and dig deeper to our gospel. Peter asked if he must forgive as many as seven times. Some rabbis in Jesus' time considered three times as a sufficient cup, cap to forgive someone who has offended us with the same offense. So Peter's suggestion of seven times is quite generous. But Jesus' response was not seven, but 77 times. It is an exaggeration not meant to be taken literally, a hyperbole. What Jesus wants from us is a boundless willingness to forgive. Let's dig deeper. The increase from seven, as suggested by Peter, to 77 times by Jesus recalls Lamech 
who appear, appears last in the genealogy of Cain's family in Genesis 4.24, a family filled with immorality, murder, and vengeance. Lamech boasts, if Cain is avenged sevenfold, then Lamech seventy-sevenfold. Cain's descendants responded to their enemies with unlimited vengeance. But we, as Christians, we are asked to respond to sins commit, committed against us with limitless forgiveness. And digging even deeper, Jesus tells us a parable to illustrate his point of unlimited forgiveness. Know the new American Bible's translation of the slave owing a huge amount is an understatement. Because in Greek, a huge amount literally says a myriad of talents. A myriad is 10,000, the largest number in ancient Greek. And a talent is the largest monetary unit worth 6,000 denarii. A single denarius represents a day's wages. So one talent alone is already a huge amount, about half of a lifetime of wages multipli multiplied by 10,000. It is a huge amount impossible for the servant to pay. The point is that Jesus uses exaggerated numbers to magnify the servant's dire situation in the boundless mercy of the king. We cannot repay our huge debt to God, but we can forgive others' debt to us, which, in comparison, is a much smaller amount. How much do we owe God? Besides the fact that we owe him our very existence? See, throughout Jesus' earthly life, all he did was teach us how to, give, to live a good life, sacrifice for our sake, help the poor, fed the hungry, fed the hungry, heal the sick, and taught us to love even those who hate us. Despite doing all good, Jesus was falsely accused and sentenced to die, sweat, blood, in agony, tortured, humiliated, carried a heavy cross for our sins, crucified, and died on the cross. How much do we owe God? Humanity's sins brought him to that cross, and we killed him. Jesus had every reason to be angry, but his love prevailed and lasted to the end. His loving words that save us, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Forgiveness is the love that loves to the end. Beautiful words from our catechism. Jesus showed us how love can last to the end, and it became a reality 
on the cross through forgiveness. Forgiveness is essential to a loving relationship that will last, especially with our family, our relationship with our spouse, our children, or our friends. But we do it primarily for our right relationship with our God so we can join him in eternal love in heaven. So I want to suggest a prayer, the Jesus prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Or Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, as Peter professed, have mercy on me, a sinner. Pray to start your day in the morning or immediately after someone offends you. Now, when someone offends us, this, this prayer reminds us that we are sinners too. Maybe even worse. Someone cuts you off in traffic or insults you. Instead of that sinful anger, be reminded that we are sinners too. And so this prayer softens the heart and it makes it more open to forgive. Also, I'd like for us to think of a resentment that we have held on for a long time. Forgive and try to reconcile with someone who had hurt us deeply. Finally, remember how much Jesus loved us on the cross by his forgiveness. Forgive always so as Christians we can bear witness that in our world love is stronger than sin. Amen.